Welcome to this week's podcast, Woman Who Chat, where I'll be interviewing women in business who share their inspirational stories and their top tips, especially for you. My name is Sandra Garlick and I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I'm delighted to bring these interviews to you each week to inspire you so that you can achieve in the future. I'm here today with Sharon Luca of Women's Business Networking. Hello, Sharon. Hello, Sandra. Great to have you here. Okay. Tell us first a little bit about what you do. Okay. I am the founder and host of Women's Business Networking, which I actually launched during the COVID pandemic. We are now a national online support network for women in business. That's great. And, and you don't just do that, do you? No, so tell us what else you do. <laughs> OK, I started in business in 2009, so in the height of a recession. So I don't make life easy for myself. And I started as a business support um, admin service for small businesses to help them basically with the back office systems within their businesses. So tell us a little bit about your background. I mean, so you started your business back in mid-2000s, but... Yeah, I do remember the recession and I started a business at exactly the same time. So, you know, we can, we can weather things. We've been there before. But, you know, what was your background to, before you started out in business? Yes, I'd never aspired to, to run my own business. I'd been very much, my husband had always been self-employed. So I was the one who had the job and the regular salary um, to pay the mortgage. Um, so my background is actually in estate agency and banking. So something very different. And I actually took voluntary redundancy from the bank when my youngest son was just uh, 12 months old. Um, so I had some more time at home and then got involved in my husband's business. My husband uh, had a car sales business um, and we worked together really well for three years. And that's when the recession hit us. And that's why then I needed to look for other sources of income. Yeah. And it's difficult, you know, when you get these challenges and especially when, you know, both of your incomes are, are deriving from the same pot. And sometimes you, you just need to diversify or step away and do something different or fall out with each other, which obviously <laughs> you didn't. I think, as you say, you came from a banking career, a corporate career. A lot of people step out of the corporate world into self-employment. I'm a believer that there's a lot of skills you can take from that and transfer. Did you find that? Yes, definitely. And I think especially the, the skills that I gained working within a small business as well, just understanding the day-to-day -day running of a business, which you don't tend to get to see when you're in a corporate role. You have your one role and you've always got people around you who do all the other things that you don't need to worry about. So as soon as I got involved in, in a small business, I then had a, a much larger understanding of what's involved in running a business. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you've been involved in the, the Woman Who Achieves and Solopreneur Awards. You've attended events. You didn't quite get to the event this year, did you, Sharon? Where, where were you? No, well, I was actually on holiday in Cyprus at the time of the awards. Yeah, but you did get there in... in uh, I did. I wasn't going to miss it, yes. Which is, yeah, one, I of the, which online. is one of the huge benefits of the pandemic in that we were able to run a hybrid event and Sharon did join us from a holiday to, to be a part of the awards, which was absolutely fantastic. Um, do you find entering awards difficult? Yes, I have been nominated in the past and I did actually win an award in 2014, which I was absolutely delighted. But the, the award that I was shortlisted for, for The Woman Who, was the first time I've actually nominated myself. I've always been nominated by others before. So how did that feel, actually, drafting the entry and submitting it yourself? I think it was because of the support that you gave to the Academy and the encouragement to to actually give it a go. Because before that, I didn't feel that 
that's the right thing to do, that you shouldn't perhaps, if, you, if you're nominated, it should be because someone else has nominated you, that perhaps I felt a bit conscious of doing it myself, that I was perhaps being a bit of a show-off, and yeah, that's not in my nature. <laughs> I always say to people, nobody knows your business and what you do in your career better than you do. So the best person to nominate you is to nominate yourself because you know all the details of your business. And I think in the past I've received nominations from people who have been nominated by others and they don't know all the details. So congratulations for entering and congratulations for being a finalist. You're a finalist in the networking category, yes. which is obviously the category that you excel at. And you've got a special mention as well. I did. Didn't you? I was delighted. Yeah, really, really pleased with that. Yeah, no, that's great. So what's next for you on the horizon? Where do you see your business going? Because we're in the world now of hybrid events? Have you gone back to face-to-face? -to -face? I know you were networking online and running your groups online during lockdown during the pandemic so what's the future hold yeah basically my my group started out as a face-to-face -face group it was just a small group from my offices in the Midlands and then when we went online and I decided then to to launch it as its own business because it was literally just an extra element of my support business before mm -hmm. and such was the response and the support that that everybody received online and because we were able to connect people from a much wider geographical area I just recognised that for us to continue in that way we would need to stay online so my plan is that my meetings will continue online. We may have the odd face-to-face -face event but, but predominantly it will always be an online network. And I think people have become more, when I used to suggest Zoom meetings to people, they used to look at me panic-stricken. And I think that's one benefit that we have had from the pandemic is that Zoom has become acceptable and Teams and those online platforms have just become the norm now rather than the exception. Very much so, yes. And I think that also opens up the opportunities that people can work now with people on a much larger scale and wider geographical area because you don't need to now be able to physically meet up with people. Now that we have got the likes of Zooms and Teams, we can, we can uh, work with anybody anywhere in the world, literally, as long as you've got an internet connection. Yeah. And you've previously shared your story in I Am A Woman Who. Was that a challenging experience for you or did you find it quite easy just to get that story down on paper? Um, I think we all think we perhaps our story isn't very special or we haven't got any sort of major things that perhaps have happened. So you sometimes think, are people going to be interested in my story? But I just hope that my story gave people realise that I started out very, I was very shy um, as a child, I still am, I am an introvert, um, so things like this don't come natural to me. But I think since I've been running my business, I've pushed myself outside of my comfort zone and it has made a huge difference to the person I am today and my confidence has grown because of it. And that's the thing, you know, not everybody has the same level of confidence and sometimes it's difficult to, to find the confidence to move forward. So, you know, well done on doing that because I wouldn't have said you were an introvert. I, I <laughs> felt that you were quite confident. So yes. you come across as a very confident woman in business. So that, that's good. It's working. <laughs> but, you, you know, everybody talks about, you know, life and I, I talk about life being a roller coaster. What do you think has been the biggest challenge for you on your journey? I suppose the biggest challenge was when I did start my business back in 2009. We were at a point where we needed additional income. I had two young boys and it was like, what do I do? Do I go back to the corporate world? And I'd really enjoyed the work I've been doing and the flexibility around my children. So I thought at the time that self-employment was perhaps the easy option. I think I was very naive in thinking that. But yeah, it just... 
it just enabled me to, uh, to fit around my boys, but also to be able to support the income because we were really, at that point, it did really hit us hard and there was a threat of us losing our home and all sorts, so it was a really, really frightening time. And I think that was the motivation that kept me going and, and didn't enable me to give up. <laughs> yeah. We talk about sort of, you know, we've talked about what's next and, you know, the, the fact that you're continuing to grow the business online. Would you ever go back to being employed? <laughs> no, that's not on the. Uh, that's not an option. A lot of people say they're unemployable yes, after being self-employed. Yeah, um, so you know, I always ask ladies when I'm talking to them to share a business tip, something that would obviously help the audience listening today. So, what do you think would be your business tip that you could uh, share as a takeaway for our audience? Okay, I would definitely say to to find yourself a network of people who are like-minded to you, who can provide you with that support. That certainly made a huge difference to me. In the early days, I started a business with not a single client, single contact, nothing. I started from absolutely nothing. Um, and it wasn't until I started networking six months into running my business, um, which was at the point it was make or break that I met people who became friends became mentors and really made the difference to me so I think most definitely networking is the real key that support network around you that understands what you're going through and can provide you with that that support mm. and you mentioned a key word there mentors you know my belief is everybody needs a mentor, um, whether it's a formal arrangement or just people there to lift you up and support you in business. Do you find that that's a key element to, you, to your business and how you've kept going? Yes, definitely, yes. Yeah, I've had mentors. I've also taken up opportunities through the Chamber of Commerce um, with mentoring schemes as well because, yeah, I think it is really important to, to have people there who can offer you that guidance um, mm. and support. It's, it's, it can be a lonely world when you're working on your own. And having the right network around you, having the right women there, positive, Definitely. but also women that will be honest. Yes. Because, you know, it's great if you put something out there and you say to somebody, how does this look or what does this look like? And you don't want people to be kind. You want them to be honest. Yes. You found you've had that through your journey? Yes, definitely, yes, yeah, and I think I that's what I encourage in my network, that we are very much a group where you can be yourself yeah. and turn up as yourself and not feel that you need to pretend to be something you're not because I think in, in, certain, in some situations you do feel you have to pretend to be somebody else and, and it is all about being your authentic self and, and asking those questions and that help and support that yeah, you need. No truer words said, really, be your authentic self. Well, it's been great chatting to you, Sharon. It's been great to have you Thank here today you. all the best with the future and uh, obviously i'm loving your growth and and what's happening and it's great to have you in the academy lovely thank you, thank you. thank you for joining the woman who chat weekly podcast this week i hope you enjoyed it you can join me next week to hear another inspirational woman in business in the meantime, you might want to visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your womanhood journey.